Precious name of Jesus Christ. Brother Jason asked us to speak again today. And we are also having this as our Wednesday evening service here at the church. Days of the Voice Fellowship. I trust that this will be a blessing to everyone. So if you can take your Bible, we are opening in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And we are reading from verses 3 to verses 6. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Kubanga Amen. Father Lord, we ask your blessing, Lord, tonight upon your word that we have read. And the souls of people that you have predestinated to be able to hear uh, the sound of our voice this evening. I pray, Lord, uh, this will be a blessing to every one of us. May we be encouraged in the Lord. Perhaps if there be someone that is discouraged, Lord, may this be an encouragement to them. Honor us with your Holy Spirit coming down. And you doing your work in our midst. We commit ourselves and the service to you now. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. So, I'm speaking to you this evening on bringing every thought to Bringing every thought to captivity. Now, in the message influence, influence, お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、お、
He said, your thoughts are louder in the heavens than your voice on the earth. This is now an angel of the Lord speaking to uh, Brother Barnum telling him that your thoughts in heaven are louder than your voice on earth. And he knows what you are thinking. You might say you, you do this and you do that and it, it, but you see down in your heart if you think different you are doing something wrong. You should be just what you are. The heart. The mouth should speak what is in the heart. And so we find that the people doesn't realize the presence of God. You know they ought to be like David. The man was, uh, the man was after God's own heart. He said the Lord is always before me. Wherever he goes, he remembers God is always before him. He is on my right hand and I will not be moved. Now, David always knew the omnipresence of God. He knew that he was always there. God is not only there when you are in church. God is not only there when you are hearing the word. God is always there. God is there in your dark moments. God is there in your bright times. God is there in your corners, deep corners there. God is there at night and is there during daytime. And now I want to bring to your attention this evening a, a spirit or a demon that has captivated many people in our generation to the extent that many of them have come to a point of losing their mind. And they've had to go um, and begin, you know, they have had to go uh, to, the, uh, to, 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 to the hospitals and get medication. Others have gone to the psychiatrists. And this is reality. It is happening to people. Maybe it is happening to some of you that are listening to me. Or maybe it is happening to your friends or your brothers or your family. And you know science has names for it. They can call it psychological disorder. They can call it depression. They can call it you know oppression or whatever it is. But we know what our prophet said. He said all these are demons. They are spirits. Like we see malaria, we call it malaria. Malaria fever. Or typhoid fever. But really it is a demon. It's a spirit which has been sent from the kingdom of darkness to come and oppress you. To come and take you out of your God-given place and bring you to a place of captivity. And so, now there is something else that is binding the people, that is captivating them, that is 
the devil is coming in their thoughts. The devil is coming in their thoughts. And really has always come in thoughts. This is, as we shall see, this is the place where he usually fights. But you see, uh, we've had people, people hear voices. People hear things. You know, voices speaking to them. And they think things. Sometimes things that are very nasty. Sometimes things that are, are, are very filthy. And they want to overcome this kind of thoughts. But sometimes it feels as if that thought and you is the same person. And it might be, you know, a thought um, uh, that is filthy in a way of sin. Uh, it might be a thought that is not actually about sin. But it might be speaking to you in your mind telling you how bad you are. You are good for nothing. You cannot accomplish anything. You are a failure. That you know things are not going to work out for you. It might be thoughts telling you to go and do bad, some bad stuff. Go and steal. Uh, Dr. Brother Mlonde told us the other day how when he was at a police station in the prison uh, he met this man and this man you know is a thief so he told him look I don't want to steal but I hear voices I am just depressed I am under the control the captivity of this thing I don't know what to do now you may not be a thief you may not go to jail but you may be in another situation which is almost similar to that you hear voices whereby you think you know something convinces you to go a certain direction of life to do certain actions in life whereby these thoughts will come so heavily on you and impress a certain idea on you whereby even when you want to break away it is almost like impossible for you to break away from those thoughts evil imagination filthy thoughts wrong ideas I want to announce to you tonight that that is the devil and let me tell you he's coming in our generation to put all of us under captivity to whereby we cannot attain the God-given promises. You know, God has, you know, at, God has already arranged for each of us heights which we will achieve in Him. God has already at, uh, arranged for us, pre-arranged for us, predetermined. He knows where you are going, what you are going to attain. But here is the bad news. The devil knows that too. And when he comes, and don't forget, the devil cannot come to anyone that is useless. Are you hearing me? 
if you, you, you have been fighting these thoughts, these negative thoughts, how do you even know you are fighting? Because you have another voice. Because you have a seed of God in you trying to fight and overcome the other voices. That's how you know. But to the other of the world, they don't even know they are fighting. They don't even realize there is a better life. Because they have already been oppressed and assimilated to the ways of the enemy. But the seed of God will fight the same way those people fight. But we will know when we are under attack. Because we know our rightful place. In the word of God, we know the mind of God about us. We know the thought of God about us. We know the promises of God for us. But you see, when the devil brings other thoughts, we will know that that is the devil. And let me tell you the one way that the enemy will try to fight. That he knows it is almost a sure win. Is when he comes to fight you by you. You see, when if the devil uses somebody else, you can right quick cast him out. But if, when the devil uses you to fight you, many times it is difficult for many people to design that this is the devil and this is me. Until many times, many people have come to a place of acceptance. And they say, I think this is me. But I'm telling you, every evil imagination that is not of God is not you thinking. It is the devil thinking using, trying to captivate your thoughts. And this is the same way he came to Eve. He captivated the thoughts of Eve. This is the same way he came to Jesus. Even Jesus. He came in his thoughts. You know and he began to, to talk to him. Many times we think it was the devil leading Jesus and the devil was another person. But it might encourage you to know. It might actually comfort you to know that Jesus was actually fighting the devil in his thoughts. And this battle, Jesus won it. And this battle, you will win it. Because remember, we are, we are not supposed to fight. We are trophies of his grace. We are supposed to attain every victory that he attained for us. By faith. And so Jesus fought the devil in his thoughts. And we in the same way. Amen. I want to tell you there is an, a power. There is a power that comes by the word of God. That gives us. Amen. The grace. To bring down every thought. Every evil thought. Every evil imagination. To bring it down to captivity. 
Amen. That's how we are able to stand. And we remain standing as children of God. Otherwise, we would have been on medication. Some of you don't even sleep, maybe. Or you don't have good sleep because of thoughts. But the Bible says God gives his beloved sleep. So if you are captivated by evil thoughts, I am speaking to you this evening and I'm telling you that there is enough power in the word here to bring every evil thought under captivity whereby it will be in chains. You will never make it. You are not going to get a job. You are not going to be a good Christian. You are not going to the rapture. You know you are a sinner. You know you are very lustful. You know you can't overcome this. You know you can't leave women. You know you can't leave that. You know you can't leave these bad movies. You know, let me tell you, all those are evil souls. They are evil imaginations. And it is not you speaking. It is the devil trying to use your thoughts. Your mind. Our warfare. In 2 Corinthians 10.3. The scripture says. I'll read it out of the Amplified. For though we walk in the flesh. As mortal men. We are human beings like anybody else. We are not carrying on. We are not we are not carrying on our spiritual warfare according to the flesh. Using the weapons of man. We are not going to fight our battle according to the flesh. Using guns, grenades, using words, using this and that. No, because we are not fighting a physical battle. In the, and I would recommend each of you read the message The Greatest Battle Ever Fought. 1962, he says, The greatest battle ever fought, she is going on right now in here. Even now, as I'm speaking to you, even now, this battle goes on. Even when you are hearing the word, when you are in church when you are working every day of your life. You've gone through this battle. It's, it is going on right even here now. You are thinking this battle is going on. It is raging in your, in your mind. Many times we think that people are in church but someone can stand up and walk away not because they have been offended by the preacher but because the devil has overcome them. Even when the word is going on the preacher will say something and then because the devil made so and so to do something then the devil will try to to, to, to blackmail this person and tell them that they actually did that thing 
and here the preacher is judging you and so the person will begin to feel indifferent he will feel negative and the devil will tell him why don't you even walk away and we've seen it so many times people get up and walk away it was not because they didn't love what they had but it was because that they, they gave in they were overcome by, by, by those evil imaginations but, but a seed of God a child of God you will differentiate your voice and the voice of Satan those thoughts are not your thoughts those are Satan's thoughts it's the devil speaking to your mind telling you the negative things because when you speak you will only speak according to his word because you are his See. Your son can only speak according to his son can only speak according to his father. And even Jesus said that without him I can do nothing. As far as I am concerned, without him, without Jesus, I can do nothing. You can do nothing. But you see, everything else comes in from the wrong one. He says the greatest battle ever fought. She's going, listen, listen, listen. She's going on right now, in here now. Yes, sir. Between life and death. Between sickness and health. Between faith and doubt. Oh, my. Between liberty and bondage. The battle is on. <laughs> this battle is going on right now. You see, sometimes the Spirit of God will come and speak against what you know you are doing. Oh, what you are going through. At that moment, the battle is raging. God is telling you, drop it, leave it. Walk away from that life. But another voice is telling you, no, you cannot. There is a battle going on. And he says, shine your spear, soldiers. Polish up the armor. God is getting his soldiers ready. Amen. God anoints his army. This encourages me every day of my life. That I am not on my own. I am not fighting this battle on my own. God is anointing me. Hallelujah to fight. Not only to fight. The anointing is to win. I must win. In every generation, there are overcomers. And there is a promise for the overcomers. And for Laodicea, he said, they that shall overcome will sit with him on his throne. Let me tell you, I am going to rule with Jesus Christ. And how can I rule then if I can't rule now? I must rule over my soul. I must bring it to captivity. I must overcome. Not by my power. Not by my grace. But by his grace and his power. He has anointed us. We are his army. And we are anointed. Hallelujah. What are preachers to do? Oh. 
What is the work of the preachers? The work of a preacher is like a work of a war captain. To stand there and motivate you. Hallelujah. And remind you who you are. Remind you why you are fighting. Remind you why you must win. Remind you how you must win. That's what I'm doing tonight. No matter what you are going through. We have the word. It's a powerful word. The battle may be going on right now. But I'm telling you we are anointed. We are inspired. By the original life. By the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost and power. It's, it's keeping us alive. It's bringing our minds. It's bringing our souls. Under subjection. Of his word. Praise the name of the Lord. And he continues on to say in paragraph 68. When this great battle started on earth, there had to be a mutual meeting place. There had to be a place selected for the battle to begin and for the battle to rage. And that battlegrounds begin in the human mind. There is where the battle starts. The human mind was chosen for the place of the battle where it was begin or begun and that is because that decisions are made from the mind the head. and that listen listen and now they never started it from some organization they never started it from some mechanical affair the grounds of God the, the, it says the grounds never started there. Therefore, that organization can never do the work of God. Because the battleground where you have got to meet your enemy is in the mind. You've got to take to make your choice. It meets you. There is a, 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 a song which says I'm going all the way. I've made my choice. I'm going all the way. Let me tell you the battle begins in your mind. That's where you meet your enemy. That's where you meet your enemy. He meets you right there. In your mind. In your head. You begin fighting. You begin fighting. I will believe. He says you will not believe. You bring another one, he brings another one. You bring another one. With reasoning. That's where it starts. And when you hear the word, where does it come first? Where does it come first? To the mind. If your mind clears it, it goes down to the heart. But many times, people's minds reject the word. And the moment you reject the word, it is as if you are a duck. 
The word has been powered out. But you just shake it off. And you are still as dry as you were in the beginning. And you remain with that stony heart. Because you guarded the word away from your mind. The devil will try to bring you this and that. The devil will bring you thoughts. He will make you think that, think this, think that, think this. And the devil is always trying to point you to someone's failure. But he tries to keep you away from the real testimony that is genuine. When I tell you it is possible for you to marry a good wife who is a believer, the enemy will tell you how about the other one failed? And the other one failed. And the other one failed. And the other one failed. The devil will never show you one good testimony. He will never show you genuine testimonies. But let me tell you tonight, we now know how the devil works. When you see a negative testimony, it is the devil showing you that. But God, by his spirit, will show you positive testimony. Hallelujah. There came ten of them. They all had negative testimony. The devil showed them negative testimony. But there were two. Amen. These had positive testimony. They may not have had enough proof to prove all these people. Why only a few were the right ones out of the many? But what they had was a thus saith the Lord. Because God said it by his servant is Amen, Moses. It is going to come to pass. And they implore the people. Please believe it. God has said it. God has proved it over and over. We have even gone to the land. We have even seen the fruits. We can tell you and we can testify the land is good. Flowing with milk and honey. They didn't talk about the giants. They, didn't, they, they were there. But they didn't talk about them. But all they said, we have seen the land. The land is good. Flowing with milk and honey. You can take it. You can take it. Forget about your bad thoughts of the giants. Think about the good thoughts of the promised land. It is there. And there is proof of it. The Bible says all these testimonies. You read Hebrews 11. They are testimonies of people who prove by faith God is real. Hallelujah. And we too can be able to say the same thing. We have our own demons to fight. Every human being has his own demons to fight. And you are meeting them in your thoughts. In your mind. If they defeat you. You are gone. Praise the name of the Lord. The devil will take you and place you in a corner and in a, in a very silent place. You alone. There's no preacher to encourage you. There's no word to be preached to you. Nothing. You and alone. 
and you will be there. He will begin coming at you. You know, when the devil wants to overcome you, he will isolate you first. That's how animals like lions can be able to, uh, to eat these kind of animals. Isolate them from the crowd. That's why you have to stay in fellowship. Be in church as much as you can. Listen to the word. God is uh, omnipresent. Everywhere you are. Live as though God is seeing you. God is watching you. Your thoughts in heaven are louder than your words. I'm showing you a way to overcome. You can bring those thoughts into captivity. You are, you, I'm not saying you won't have them. I'm saying that you can't bring them to captivity. Whereby you are living, you are living above them. But he tries to keep you away from the real testimony. That's what the devil does. He will point you at a, to a hypocrite. Sometime who went out impersonating something. He, he didn't do it because he was impersonating that person. No, of course that person failed because he was impersonating. But the devil will point you to that person. If you are telling us the message can change. Why is so and so not changed? Why did so and so go back to the world? Why did so and so Listen, those were impersonators. And that's why it never worked out for them. It doesn't change the fact that the message changes. There is power in the gospel. Let me tell you, no matter how many people don't believe, no matter how many people backslide, no matter how many people don't get changed, I can testify to you the message has power. This gospel has power. The gospel of Jesus Christ. The message of the hour. It has power to change a sinner. A sinner to a saved. If you have not changed, that's up to you. It is because you have not opened your mind. The devil is still captivating your thoughts. But I tell you, try my God. Open up your mind. And you ought to be able to tell somebody. If it never worked for you, try my God. If you can't have a baby, try my God. Someone ought to give a positive testimony. If you can't get married, Brother Luanga, you ought to tell somebody, try my God. If you can't live a holy life, young person, try my God. These are things that God has made others to overcome. If you can't overcome them, it cannot remove the fact that God is able. God is able to heal out of all manners of sickness supernaturally we believe in divine healing we believe in the power of God we believe in God opening the eyes of the blind we believe in God making the lame to walk it is not fanaticism it is a reality God can do it but if he has not done it for you it doesn't mean he cannot do it 
And if you want him to, be, to do it for you, believe it and it shall be done to you. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Bringing down every thought into captivity. You see, the devil will try to point you to a hypocrite. Someone who is impersonating. Because, but, but if it comes from the true source of the word of God, heavens and earth shall pass away, but my word cannot pass away. It's got to stay there. And, and I tell you usually I always see those people speaking negative I don't like them if you see anyone speaking negative negative things about life negative things about the word negative things about the promises of God that's a bad example for you you ought to take God is what God is, God is the source when you hear something ask yourself what source is that Mm. It must be accepted in the mind. Meaning the word of God. It must be accepted in the mind. Then it is believed with the heart. Then the word of God becomes a reality. If you, you guard your mind and you don't accept it. The word cannot become a reality. Then every senses of soul and body is just scored out with the Holy Spirit. When you accept the word of God in your mind, in your head, in your thinking, when you cast down all those evil imaginations and you say, let me take God at his word, then you believe it on your heart. And when you believe it on your heart, then he says the word of God is a reality. Then every sense of your body and soul it will become scar. Hallelujah. Amen. With the Holy Ghost. Amen. Your feeling. Your testing. Your hearing. Your smelling. Every part of your being will become flooded in the Holy Ghost will be under the subjection of the word of God. Then your sense of God, your conscience of God, everything that is godly, it will begin to flow through you. Hallelujah. You begin to realize that you are breaking out of cycles. You are breaking out of addiction. You are breaking out of evil thoughts. You are breaking out of all the sorts of things. Why? Because there is power in the word. When it lands in your soul, in your heart, it is too late for Satan. He can't stop it. It goes like wildfire. It burns every part of you. It fills you with joy. It fills you with victory. The devil can't hinder it anymore. But the problem is your thoughts. It catches the word. And the word stops there. And stalls. And becomes as if it is powerless. 
God help us. Everything that is godly it begins to flow through you. There is not a doubt anywhere. There is nothing can rise up. Nothing can rise up. There is nothing can come up in the memory. And so well I remember Miss Jones tried to trust God. Try to trust God. Miss so and so. Try to trust God for healing. One time and she failed. But if that channel has been cleared out. And been purged. And been filled on the inside with the Holy Spirit. That doesn't even come in memory. No matter about Miss John. What she did. It is you and God. Together and nobody else but you too. There you are. There is your battle. Kill him at the beginning. Get a hold of your demons. Kill them at the beginning. Right in your mind. In your thoughts. Kill him. Stop him. Stop him dead in his track. It ain't how long you can make the world linger. It is stop it right now. The problem is many of us try to linger. I will fight that thing later. I'll fight that demon later. Uh, it will come back and choke you one day to death. At a time least expected. Don't keep no demons around. The devil comes to you. You have no power to fight him. Yes. But you have a power to make a choice. This, friends. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the only place where you can use your power of free moral agents. The rest is really up to God. When, when the devil came to Eve, Eve opened that gate. And she doubted. Right in her mind. When she had it. And reasoning began. And then she doubted in her heart. But it began in her reasoning. In her mind. But if she had stopped the devil there. Satan. I know who you are. God said this. And therefore I won't listen to you. It would have been enough. God would have permitted through her entire being. But she stopped and listened. Said yes I know I'm a believer. But let me give this a little time. And what do you have to say? Tell me more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't believe that. But tell me more. Mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. Don't okay. entertain evil thoughts. When evil thoughts come to you, you will notice evil thoughts. Cast them down that very moment. How do we do it? The Bible says the weapons of our warfare. They are not carnal. But they are mighty. Say mighty. They are mighty. 
mighty through God to pulling down of strongholds. Hallelujah. These weapons, amen, they help us to pull down every stronghold. In the Amplified, it says the, the weapons of our warfare are not physical. They are not weapons of flesh and blood. You know, our weapons are divine, divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. What is a fortress? A fortress is a military stronghold. It's a fort. It's like a tower. It's like a bunker. You know, and this is what the enemy builds up in our minds. The word keeps coming and there is a fortress. But the Bible says God has weapons. Oh, hallelujah. That he has given to his children. And this weapons are not physical. They are not carnal. But he says they are mighty. They are divinely powerful. Meaning these weapons cannot fail because there is a part of divine in it. It's not your weapon or your power. You may be the weakest of a Christian but the weapons God has given us they have divine sanction divine power, divine anointing. Do you think that it was David that killed Goliath? He only had a little stone and one stone killed Goliath. He didn't have to hit another one. He only gave him one. That weapon, oh hallelujah, hallelujah. glory to God. That weapon of David was divinely powerful. What was it? Amen, that was a stone. It was not a physical stone. The weapons of our warfare are not physical. They are not carnal. That there was another power, a divine power guiding that stone right where, amen, the, the, you know, Saul was. Of course, I'm talking about uh, uh, whoever it was. Goliath. Goliath was guarded. There was a garrison, a fortress. He had a stronghold around him. He, he had kept himself with a full armor. But when a divinely empowered weapon comes, it is directed by the power of the Holy Ghost by divine power and it went straight to that path. God knows to guide his weapon where it can hit the devil and cast down bring down every thought every evil thought into captivity. Hallelujah. 
Goliath was a representation of the evil thoughts of Satan. Thoughts to destroy Israel. Thoughts to ashamed. But the Bible tells me that they that trust in the Lord, they shall never be ashamed. We will never be ashamed. Brother, you have a divine weapon. And when David sent it, the power of God came down and captured it and took it straight to where the head of Goliath was. And down he was down. What was that? That was a divine power. But it was the choice of David. All his brothers were just standing there. Not deciding to cast down this imagination. You have to decide to cast down your imaginations, your evil thoughts, and accept to take God at His word. In one of the commentaries here, he says Paul uses military terminology to describe this warfare against sin and, and Satan. God must be the commander in chief. <laughs> Woo. He must be the commander in chief. Even our thoughts must be submitted to his control if we want to survive the spiritual warfare all around us. Surrender your thoughts to God. Surrender your ideas to God. Brother, sister, listen to me. Until you come to that place of total surrender, you will never overcome. You have to surrender your thoughts. You submit to his control. Then you will survive the spiritual warfare all around you. Spirit empowered believers must capture every thought and yield it to Christ. You are poor and the journey you are taking is the one making you poor. Go out in the world. You can make money. Capture that thought. Hand it to Christ. Don't put it through your mind. Capture it. Give it to Christ. Oh no, you cannot live like that as a young man. You have to, to you know, be a little happy and do this and that. Capture that thought. Give it to him. Before you eat, don't let it go through you. So, brother, does it mean you have fear? No. It means you are wise. When, when exposed to ideas or opportunities that might lead to wrong desires or harmful beliefs. He says here, we have a choice. We can recognize the danger and turn away. Someone tells you, let's go to the club. It's just for one night. No issue. No. So I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. Says, but I'm also a Christian. Let's go. That moment, you have a choice. 
So well, no, I'm sorry, I don't do clubs. I'm talking to young people. Or to say it's all right. Let's go. When exposed to ideas or opportunities that might lead to wrong desires or, or harmful beliefs, we have a choice. We can recognize the danger and turn away. Or we can allow unhealthy thoughts to take us captive. Praise the Lord. Someone sends you a text. Hello. You know what this text is about. You have a choice. You can turn away that very moment. But what do many of you do? You write back. Go away, I don't want to talk to you. You've simply declared that you want to talk to them. I'm giving it a chance. You said, go, I don't want to talk to you. But you keep waiting for the response. So you see, turn that thought away. Turn the thought away. This is the gospel of Christ. When Jesus Christ came, he said it used to be that when you lay with a woman, when you lay with a woman that is not your wife, you've committed adultery. But here he says, but now I say unto you, the moment you think it in your mind, that last, you conceive it in your mind. The moment you conceive it, that's how our prophet told us, look once and turn the other way. Look once. Men are lustful everywhere. Until some of us who have daughters, we don't know how we can or we shall raise them. Lust is filled in the hearts of men. They look and look with that evil winking eye. But Abanam called it the lizard eye of the enemy. And you know these female creatures are made in a way to respond to that kind of thing. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. You just rest, look, she just looks at you and knows what you're trying to say. Sister, if you are filled with the Holy Ghost, the moment you see that, you won't smile back. No. Matter of fact, rebuke that kind of spirit. Someone said, oh, they said nothing. But Brother Banam here told us, you know what they were trying to say. You already knew what they were trying to say. Turn away. If you can't walk away, then say something. But it is better you don't even say anything. Just walk away from such. 
thoughts to begin. Sin is committed in thoughts before it is actually done. You look at a woman and lust after her before you actually do it. The moment you talk to her or, do, or reach out to her or do something, you've already long done it. So some of you need even to repent for what you thought. The scripture says your thoughts are not my thoughts. Repent of your thoughts. It's in the, in, in the Bible. We're ready to one time here. He wants to give us his thoughts. We can, let me finish up this commentary here. We can recognize the danger and turn away. Or we can allow unhealthy thoughts to take us captive. To you young ladies. Praise the name of the Lord. I know there are quite many here, not only those who are here. I, 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 a wrong-spirited young man demonically led comes at you, speaks to you, guard your heart. By protecting your mind. Don't give them no smile. Don't do that. You know what it is. Turn away. Or we can allow unhealthy thoughts so you can allow them to take, to take you captive. And then you go there. Says, oh God, I can't take the, the voice of that young man out of my head. Oh, his eyes are just in my head. Hi! Oh God, the way he spoke to me. The way he did it. Oh God, help me! But he didn't turn away. Turn away. That moment, turn away. Don't let them hold you captive. We capture our fantasies and desires when we honestly admit them to the Lord and ask him to redirect our thinking. This is what I have you, some of you have had to do for years. Say, so, oh God, Honestly, I admit, this is what I'm thinking. My mind is not right. My thinking is not right. I bring it to the altar. Turn all the draws. Turn all the draws away. Fill me with your spirit. And then what will he do? He will redirect your thinking. He is the one who programmed you. But you bypassed your theophany. You, you came down here in the body of sin. I want to announce to you tonight. He can reprogram you. Hallelujah. He can remodel your thinking. He can help you. To captivate every soul. Bring it down. To the subjection of the world. 
Ask God to give you the discernment to keep your thoughts focused on his face. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The weapons are in Ephesians 6 from verse 10 to 18. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins got about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel peace. above all taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God that is our sword our prophet told us the word of God will defeat Satan every time anywhere in any condition or situation. Praying always with all prayer. Pray! Many believers no longer pray. They pray as a religious ritual. Pray, brother, sister, pray. Have time alone to pray. Let people say we no longer see you. But you know where you have been. You have been kneeling before God. So you can stand before every man. Praying always with all prayer and supplication. In the spirit. And watching there unto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Be careful for nothing. But in everything. By prayer. And supplication. With thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God. Which passes all understanding. Shall keep your heart. And mind. Through Christ Jesus. Oh hallelujah. hallelujah. That must happen. These are weapons that can fail. The sword of the spirit never fails. The word of God never fails. When you get bad thoughts, evil thoughts, listen to the word. Go to prayer. Oh my, these never fails. God is faithful. Keep yourself crowded. Crowd yourself in the waters of the world. Hey. And let 
Watch all the thoughts break off one by one. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Oh my, stand up on your feet. I want to preach. I want to continue preaching, but my time is up. Praise the Lord. Oh, God is faithful. Let us believe him, brother, sister. Your thoughts will not consume you. Your mind will not burst. God will give you grace. Evening like bright tabernacle. You might be going through this in your home. I want everybody to believe with me tonight as I pray for you. Lord Jesus, I pray that you will come down now and move in the hearts of those Amen. that have been, oh God, of glory, struggling in their thoughts. Father Lord, and they are losing their mind. The evil thoughts, oh God, are taking over. May you suppress it and bring it under captivity of the Holy Ghost, captivity of your word. Yes, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. For any of you streaming this service, oh, whatever you might be going through, Oh yes, God is taking your mind freedom that comes by the power of the Holy Ghost. To you saints that are here, if you believe it, just shout amen. Just shout amen. And receive your freedom. Open your mind to him. Tell him, Lord, here I am. Feel me now. Fill me now with your spirit. Let your spirit come down and fill my heart that I come to that place of total surrender. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Satan will not have your family. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. He can deliver your husband. Believe it. There is nothing our God can fail to do. He is faithful. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah.